In the Holy Letters of the Rebbe, volume 12, this is letter 4094, dated, Baruch Hashem, the sixth day of Shvat Tovshin Design, Brooklyn. Harav Agon, Rav Chosid, Marin Yitzchok Sheyichia, says Rabbi Dubov. He was in Manchester, and we already had earlier letters to him before as well. Um, so, the Rebbe writes to him, Shalom Avracha. I'm responding to your letter from Motsu Shabbos Kodesh, Saturday night, with the Pidya Nefesh, with the redemption of soul note that was enclosed, that would be read during an auspicious time on the Holy Tzion of my father-in-law, the Rebbe, with all the titles over here. The Rebbe prays that may it be the will of Hashem that you will be successful in your efforts in all of the matters that you write about them and that you will be able to give good news about all the activities. Uh, so he asks a question of the Rebbe. This is a philosophical question in the Tanya, in chapter 7. Over there, the Alter Rebbe talks about that every item has sparks, godly sparks in them. When we use those items for the positive things, then we sort of take those sparks and we elevate them. So say if you eat food and you make a blessing and the food is kosher, then you're elevating uh, those sparks. But what about uh, a person uh, who uh, does not elevate, doesn't eat it in the proper What happens to the sparks over there? So the Altarebi writes over there that they actually don't go up from their place until eventually when the, the spirit of impurity, Hashem, will remove them from the world. But basically, those sparks, if you don't elevate them in the proper way, so uh, sparks that are in non-kosher food or in, in other things, those are stay there until they will be elevated. So he asked the Rebbe, but we know that purgatory uh, refines and cleans up, so why isn't the... uh, Why doesn't that help the person? So let's say the person goes through uh, the process, why aren't they elevated through that? And the Rebbe says, again, this is more than over here to go, we have to go through the whole things, uh, but the Rebbe says, it means very simply, the Rebbe says, the Gehenna, the purgatory, uh, that purifies and cleans the soul of the person from the bad things that hover around him and the spots but it does not elevate them. That can only clean them off, but not cause an elevation. Uh, and Rabbi says also, it's understood from the fact that we say that going into exile, or Shibud Malchiyos, substitutes for the matter of Gehenna, uh, 
sometimes the difficulties and the challenges we have in Golus, as we find, is a substitution for purgatory. So what happens? As the Medrash says that, you know, Hashem said, what would he rather, and he chose exile. Avram chose exile over Gehenna. Uh, what happens when in slavery the person's actions become good, but you don't turn them around and you don't elevate matters that are connected to the three total clippers. Let me just give you one, just a short uh, word, so just so you understand a little bit what we're talking about over here. Uh, basically, it talks about in the Tanya from the Kabbalah that everything has energy from God, because if not of an energy of Hashem, it wouldn't be able to exist. Nothing exists independently. Everything is about, but there is a difference. The energy comes dressed up through different ways in different times, and uh, if it's things that are negative, then that energy that comes down is something, so that which uh, vitalizes negatives, that which vitalizes when a person is angry, when a person hurts someone, there's an energy that the person has. How would you how would you be able to move your hand? You have to have an energy. But that's an energy that comes from the clippus, that comes from the wrong side, which means God energy goes through the negative. Now there is the total negative, which is called the three totally impure clippus. And then there is a negative that is called clippus noiga. It's a negative that has some shine, which means God's energy comes through to something which can be elevated, which means if you use it the right way, if you do it in the right things, then you can elevate it. So basically, uh, the Rebbe is saying to elevate things of the three Kalippas Atmeis that are energy, you can't really elevate them. But if you have become tainted or uh, blemished by it, that can sort of uh, take, you can rinse it off, you can clean yourself off, but you can't elevate that those items that are energized by the three total eclipses. Again, I know, but in the scope of this, we need a whole separate class just to explain a little bit what's going on over here. But let's leave it at this for now. And uh, the Rebbe... Uh, uh, write, wrote to him before, if we remember, that he wanted to make a little bit shorter. The Davenic Rebbe says, God forbid, Daven, even during the weekdays, but the Rebbe says he took it as a sort of, uh, as a Rebbe uh, upset with him. The Rebbe said, God forbid, there's no, uh, <laughs> I'm not upset at all, and may be the will that your prayers should be received about yourself and also those who you influence, especially through a long davening, to davening with kavana at length, with with devotion. And it's known the story that my father-in-law said that Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, he was one of the greats 
of Musar once asked the Rebbe Maharash, he asked him, how come the Hasidim daven so long? He asked him. Why do they daven so long? So he says there is a dis- disagreement in the Gemara if prayer cannot do the whole thing or prayer does it all. In other words, does prayer accomplish only 50% of the job and the rest it's uh, still up to the the person. The opinion is whether the tefillah helps the person only receiving half that he wants and, and Rabbi Yehuda uh, holds that teshuva can only do 50%. But prayer does the whole thing. So that's a question, how much of the person's request is accomplished by tefillah? So what did the Rebbe tell him? The Rebbe says, since there's a a disagreement whether prayer can only do half, so that's why the Hasidim daven long, so that also half should be sufficient. Because, you know, it it only half, so you daven long, so you have a big half. So So then make sure to get some more. And uh, the Rebbe uh, also has a note over here. Uh, and the Rebbe says, concludes for sure they will uh, fabring on the Yud in a proper way. And may it be the will that should be with success. And the Rebbe ends up with a blessing and with the Rebbe's signature. So, the Rebbe uh, encouraged him uh, to uh, continue Having success, praise for him for success and all that he does. The Rebbe answers his question about the sparks don't really go up, but it is uh, it takes off the the, the 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 blemish of the person. And davening long, I don't mean anything uh, personal, but you should Shem should accept your 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 prayers. And like the story, he says, you know. Prayer can only do half. I want to have a big half so that you can uh, daven it long. That's what he answered him. And the Rebbe says, for sure, you will for brain. Okay. So what does this really mean? Uh, the Rebbe explains in a note uh, what the Rebbe Marash said, that through the Ariches that we're davening long, so a half would be sufficient. Uh, what does that mean? So the Rebbe says that you can explain it, that when you daven longer, you reach a higher level. And the feet, the lowest part of the upper level that you reached, that corresponds to all of the levels that are below it, as it says in Tanya, in the end of chapter 13. So it means that it's not really because when you daven long and are next to the higher level, you're actually getting the whole because the bottom of the upper level are equal to all of the madrega, not only half, because you're on a higher level. So you have the whole madrega in low, and therefore that accomplishes it. So in this context, the machzo, 
means uh, not that it accomplishes half, but a tefillah is a machzo, but the other half is the higher level of tefillah, is the arichas. And the Rebbe points that this is a similar language that we say about the two levels in Keser, Arich Ampin and Atiko Kadisho. So we say one is Machzo HaTachten, one is the lower, which is the Arich Ampin of Keser, and then there is the other half is the Elian the Keser, so it's half and half. So the other half over here would be the upper level through the Ariches in Arichab. That's what I understand. So the Koyan Godel, the Mishnah says, he davened the Tefillah Ketzora, um, and that was done in order not to be Mavis to scare the Eden. So there is an advantage, seemingly, to davening short. And here the Rebbe is talking about the Ariches. But the Rebbe says that is, uh, and uh, we're saying that the Machza and the other half is Arichampin and Atika Kadisho. This is the highest Madrege. Uh, this half, the second half, but the Rebbe says that tefillah is similar to the point of the Yud or the Koytzushal Yud, which is, it's not a short davening, but it's having it all included in the point and in the Koytzushal Yud. This needs a lot more explanation to learn through the letter properly, but this will be a time for that as well, but this will be sufficient for now.